This is Let Me Tell You. Now, here's Joan Hamburg. I know many of you text us, email, call us. We want to start going back to theater. Tell us, what should we see? They want to know everything. Do we have to wear a mask? The whole deal. So I can tell you, but the most important person to tell you is Jesse Green. And Jesse is the chief theater critic for the New York Times. Oh, he sees everything. And he can fill all of us in on what you should spend your hard-earned money on. And Jesse, I have to start with the crazy Tonys. Like, what's going on? It's a whole different ball game this time. Well, Joan, I guess we have to expect in a crazy year, we're going to have unusual Tony nominations. I mean, for one thing, the nominators, who are not that many people, uh, had a very hard time being able to see everything because constantly shows were shutting down or the stars were not there and they had to be rescheduled. It was uh, quite a game of uh, whack catching catch up. all the shows um uh but uh, you know whether deliberately in some way even though they don't confer with one another or just the zeitgeist they wound up nominating all over the map so you know there were 34 shows that managed to open uh, in what uh, in this uh pandemic season or semi post pandemic season uh and 29 of them received at least one nomination which is astounding really showing you how how much they spread the wealth of the nominations around but on the other hand things that we sort of took for granted or stars we thought would be nominated Mm. if for Mm. no reason other than respect for the theater and for selling tickets that didn't happen i kept reading and saying what happened where's daniel craig you know, well, did where's you see Plaza Suite? Pardon? <laughs> did you what see happened? Macbeth? If, <laughs> if you saw Macbeth, you would know why there's no Daniel Craig. I mean, <laughs> you, look, look, it's 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 partly, yeah, you have to say, where is Hugh Jackman? Where is Sutton Foster? Where is Beanie right. Feldstein? The... You know, people like that. Um, but on the other hand, uh you know, this is not just a money-making industry. It's also supposedly an art industry. And those shows that are making a lot of money off of their stars, Plaza Suite, I forgot to mention, with uh, Matthew Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker, you know, neither of them nominated. Uh, most of these shows got bad reviews, including by me, um, sorry to say. And uh, their producers are getting rich, and that's great. They should enjoy that. But they don't need to be rewarded for it as well. So I'm not as well, troubled as, 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 as many people are by the uh, un- more unfamiliar names that uh, we're seeing in the nominations. In fact, I welcome them. Right. No, I wasn't troubled, you, you know, because I always want everyone to win. You know, I'm the one who reads <laughs> the last page of the book first because I want it to be happy. But <laughs> I was just sort of surprised because it was it was different. I mean, I think... In my case, I want people to go to the theater. You know, I'm not a critic. I'm not a reviewer. I just love the theater, and I want everyone to share that passion. And we've got to get people to up and go, because the times we thought it would be over, but it isn't over, and theater's still suffering. 
It's still suffering, but they've really done an amazing job of, uh, you know, keeping going. And now we have a very full slate of shows running. Some of them are doing very well, including the ones you would expect. And they will continue to do well regardless of, you know, whether Hugh Jackman wins a Tony or not. Yeah. The Music Man is going to it's do irrelevant. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's nice for him. We all love him. But, he, you know, that show is going to do well. And Plaza Suite is sold out. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just not worried about them. I am worried about, and, and what you're noticing is a lot of kinds of plays, a lot of uh, experimental and political things that typically haven't gotten onto Broadway and maybe in part were able to get onto Broadway because of the pandemic, right. making uh, leaving openings Rome. for them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those are not doing as well. And so in a way, the nominations that those shows got may have more significance for them than the nominations that the big shows did not get. Right. And we get asked all the time, we want to go to the theater. And most people don't, you know, do what many of us do, try to see everything. And, Uh you know, they come in, they park their cars, it costs them a bloody fortune. So what should we see? Almost always they ask me about a musical and what's interesting now is I want to laugh. That's what I hear. I want funny. Huh. I don't want to see anything heavy duty or making me more depressed than I am. So I'm trying to <laughs> well, find funny. Funny. So I'm calling Jesse because he knows well, it all. I, I, am, I am not Mr. Funny. However, there is a show called Mr. Saturday Night, and he is Mr. I funny. laughed. <laughs> so there, that you know, if that's your top priority, then doesn't that sound like the right show to go to? Um, you know Mr. What? Saturday Night I'm referring to, starring Billy Crystal. Uh, you know, if you don't mind very loud and you know, youthful humor, Stick. I loved the musical Six. And send people to that, uh, you know, recommending that they keep uh, some kind of ear covering on if, if they, like me, are older exactly. and can't or stand me. super loud. I know. Um, I'm telling my daughter to... Uh, my daughter went with me to see that, and she would say, "This is great." And I was holding my ears. I said, "Well, there you go. It's great. <laughs> you got to know who you are as a theater goer. Like you said, <laughs> that people call you and say they want to laugh. It's very helpful if you know exactly who you are, and then you can really, you know, navigate better what's out there. A lot of people, although I didn't like it, and the critics in general didn't like it. A lot of people like Funny Girl, which has funny in its name. And right, indeed, it has sweet. some very funny moments. So, mm-hmm. you know, if that's what you're looking for, there's a bunch of stuff like that out there. And a new play called POTUS, which is a really, you know, kind of hilarious, dirty farce about right. uh, a president of the United about the women who cover up for the misdeeds of a president of the United States. And, and then there's also Plaza Suite, as we've discussed. Um, right, so if you're laugh. in that boat, that's, those are the shows for you. And what did you think of the minutes, Jesse? Well, I, I had a complicated response to it. It is, it's an interesting play by Tracy Letts that begins as a kind of satire of small town uh, bureaucracy. It takes place in the meeting room of the town council of a little town in the Midwest, presumably. Uh, but it gradually unpeels and becomes something much more serious and in a way kind of terrifying, which is a look at the 
uh, buried violence and racism that underlies a lot of what we think of as our democratic ideals. I, I don't want to say too much about it because it's got amazing surprises in it. Uh, and and I, I, w- I would be remiss if I merely recommended it as a comedy because even though it does start that way and it's full of wonderful you know, uh, character actors who really know from comedy, like, you know, Blair Brown and Austin Pendleton yeah. and Noah Reed and Tracy Letts himself plays the mayor. Uh, it, it does go somewhere very dark and, and I think quite important as well. And then you've got a strange loop. What do you think? Right. Well, uh, I'm a fan, but I recognize that a lot of people, particularly the people who say they're in the funny boat, even though this is mm-hmm. funny, it's not funny in the way they likely mean. This is a play about uh, a gay black man uh, who is writing a musical about a gay black man, which is a about a gay black man. So it's it's very meta. It, it's uh, as the title suggests, it's about a kind of looping of experience that this character feels both as an author and as a as a black person, um, and it's it's very uh, direct and uh, you know sexually explicit. Not for everybody, but for those it's for, I think it will prove to be one of the best musicals of the year. Yeah, well, that's a great recommendation. And, of course, we've got Deborah Messing, Birthday Candles, and she's always a favorite. Yeah, that show uh, got no Tony nominations, um, which surprised me a little. Mm -hmm. I did not review it, although, of course, I saw it. And the critics were not very happy with it. you know, I, I, I think I liked it a little better than some of the other critics did. I, I found it moving, uh, and uh, I thought it looks great, and I thought she did a great job. Uh, it, it's it's serious, and uh, but it, it tells the story of one woman's life over the course of, I think, 90 years or more. And uh, in each scene, she's making the same cake that she was taught to make by her mother, and then uh, she proceeds to actually make it on stage. So that's that's the gimmick. And for, for what it is, it's very well carried out, and it's beautiful looking as well. And I get so asked, beautiful- Jesse. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I get asked about Hangman, you know, mm. and I'm going to, to refer to you a lot. People, should I see this? Is this worth seeing? It got interesting reviews. And how I learned to drive, which was a, yeah. you know a wonderful play. I've- With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. I strongly recommend both of them. Uh, They couldn't be more different. Um, How I Learned to Drive is Paula Vogel's by now classic play uh, about, well, there's no no way around it. It, it, It's about a pedophile and the Mm -hmm. young girl in his family he grooms uh, to become his uh, lover. uh, starting at the age of 11. I mean, it's it's dark and, and upsetting, although it's told in a approachable and often comic way, and it contains two astonishingly good performances. Yeah. 
by Mary Louise Parker and David Morse, who remarkably played these two roles in the original production 25 years ago. And they're coming back to them much older and are, are even better, perhaps, than they were before. So, so that's a strong yes if you, if you can stand the, uh, you know, if the subject doesn't trigger you. Right, the Hangman, mm-hmm. Yeah, Hangman is, is hilarious. Uh, about an extremely grim subject, as the title suggests. It's about the last executioners in England before the death penalty was uh, outlawed in in, uh, the 60s. And um, I I, I don't want to give away too much because it's it's one of those plays where events keep happening, and yet it's better if you don't know what they are ahead of time. Uh, But it's it's awfully funny. I will say for those who don't like shows with accents, it's got some pretty thick accents. Mm-hmm. Well, it all sounds great, and you can read Jesse whenever anything opens. And now, of course, we're going into the Tonys, and let's hope that things continue. Well, shows are still closing, and stars are still out and in because COVID has not left us yet. And yes, I'm I still don't know hoping. Whether you- you read about Patty Lapone's recent uh, tirade against an audience member who didn't have her mask on. Um, yeah, explain the, that. It was during a Q&A. Yes, and of course the actors are working up there. They can't wear masks during mm-hmm. the show, and they're you know they're trying to take good care of themselves and each other and the audience. And somebody was breaking the rules, and uh, Patty, in her inimitable way, wasn't having it, <laughs> and she. Let loose. Let them. And yeah. somebody recorded it, and, and there you have it. Go look for it online. It's 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 worth checking out, and and you don't want to be on that side of Patty's anger. Not at all. <laughs> but you want to be in a good audience watching her perform in a yes, lovely show. I thank you so much for being with us, Jesse. Let's do it again, Jesse Green, chief theater critic for the New York Times. You can follow him and. He's not going to left you astray. Take care of yourself. We'll talk again. Thanks, Joan. All the best. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC.